I mean, it, it, there's, there's, there's probably a viable show in there somewhere. It's just going to take a lot of digging. I think we're going to actually do, we're going to have to go professional right now, so. Oh, try, okay. I, I'm going to try, mind you, to actually do the intro, and not say pod toy, somehow. Okay. Go. Hello, and welcome to Pod Teed, your weekly podcast. I'm Jay. My British disease is wanker's cramp. With us today is Matthew. Hello, I'm Matt. Um... I like video games, and sometimes I do radio a bit. How's it going? Well, I, I said I had a, there was a, I said I had a disease, a disease that is. Oh, am I supposed to do a disease? Okay, um, mine is uh, St. Scriven's boils. <laughs> okay, we also have Elliot. I suffer from a bad case of Wuthering Heights. It's <laughs> pretty good actually. I like that one. We that also one. we also have Sam. I suffer from Fabio in the dark. I'm still looking at album covers, I'm sorry. <laughs> we also, we have Louie. Uh, oh, I'm suffering from the wanker's wrist. I said that, you wanker. Did you? I said wanker's crab. Oh, right, oh, sorry, man. In that case, I'm suffering <laughs> from, uh, uh, I don't know. It's infectious, that one. Everyone's Massive balls. <laughs> yes, I suffer from ACDC songs. I've got. <laughs> well, at least you don't suffer from Ball Breaker. That'd be a worse one. Mm-hmm. Oh dear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no enough. Enough. We can't. We, we can't. We can't do this. No one can see them. <laughs> I remember the one episode of Pondo that they did, and they decided it was. Like, they went on for like maybe five minutes googling. It was just so unprofessional that you just had to stop. We can't be less professional than that. Okay, that's the last one. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. okay. <laughs> better make a... This better be good. Okay. Um, <laughs> just for context. Okay. <laughs> just for people, um, we've been looking for the worst album covers for the last ten minutes, and we found some, some really... Some quite amazing ones. I'm deliberately not posting them just because, well, we really shouldn't. I came into this... See them. I came into this at the same time as you did, listeners. So um, what I'm finding is about 60 links to various photos of... Ju- they, I mean, they're pretty terrible, but it's, it's, it's not on. <laughs> it's not on. Can we please talk about the slide? No, 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 no more. I just want to talk about the slide and then just finish with this. I fucking love the slide. The, the loop loop one? Yes. Yeah, um... Yeah, they, they, they did a whole article on Popular Mechanics about the worst rides ever. And the number one worst ride was the Loop Water Slide that was at um, Action Park. And it sounds really cool. But apparently the uh, the water park had to close in 1996, basically because the insurance companies wanted to kill them. Because they had so many injuries. Uh, But this slide was a water slide. You go straight down really, really fast, and then you do a loop-de-loop and come out the end into a pool of water. And now, while that sounds really cool, there's two reasons why that's bad. One, if you lose momentum in the slide, which is very possible, you won't loop, and you'll get stuck. Um, Apparently, there was a way of getting people out, but there we go. Uh, The second reason (laughs) is that this slide is a perfect circle. 
And if you reach the top of a perfect circle at speed, the G-force will break your neck. <laughs> it, it just will. That's just how physics is. That's why, if you notice, that loop-de-loops on roller coasters are always ovals. Boys and girls, you play Portal. You play Portal 2. Now you can do us learn about G-force breaking people's necks. Oh, exactly. You know, if you put on your long-fall boots and your neck straps before you go on, because otherwise you're going to die. G-force is a fucking bitch. Yep. It is a cruel mistress. <laughs> cruel mistress. How do you have G-Force G as your mistress? How does one one it's, get that on it, It's an expression. It's a nickname for Gertrude. <laughs> <laughs> G-Force. Yeah, me and uh, me and G-Force are just going down the uh, down the park, drink some cider, you know. <laughs> it does sound cooler than saying me and Gertrude are getting into the park. So. <laughs> yeah, it does. To be honest, yeah. Yeah. It sounds like if Gertrude were to join a rap band, that would be uh, that'd be her <laughs> nickname. I don't know. We started off by talking about pictures. That's not successful. Yeah, <laughs> we're an audio podcast. It's now we're chatting shit. It's a purely visual podcast. You have to buy the book. Yeah, it comes with an accompanying book every week, and it's sort of got numbers. And throughout the podcast, mm. a voice will just say, "Say, you know, turn to this page at this point, you know. When you hear the tone, turn over the page. Like those, the, like those books that used to, um, that you used to have little buttons up the side, you know, those kids' books? Oh, yes. Remember those? I loved those so much because it, it would have, like, you could just go through and just press all the buttons and find out what was going to happen. It's great. Like, yeah. oh, yes, you know, I, I know that on page three there's a cow. Fuck yes. <laughs> S still, um, video games. Anyone? Anyone done done, done video games? Um, well, actually, I just wanted to uh, get rid of, get the one question we've been asked. The one out of the way, which actually uh, ties into uh, a thing I'm going to be doing very soon. Uh, the question is by Kevin Dimmig. Uh, the question is, what do you think of hentai games? Uh, I think everyone has made the mistake of accidentally trying to research what Mario is missing is. What? Don't. Isn't that an There's action? a game for the NES. And also something else, according to people on Newgrounds. Yeah. Oh, it, it's, it's also on the Super Nintendo. And, yeah, it's also another thing. Really? Do I want mm. to... No. No. What is this? It says adults. I mean, it's porn. Okay, so... Okay, so... This is the sound, everyone, listeners, of uh, four people going to Google to type in Mario. Oh. Amazing, if you dare. I, I was actually okay. dealing with the question. Um, what, what do we oh, call Jesus, man. What do we think of hentai games? Um, not, Not for me, but... Um, you know, fine, if guys want to do that. You know. Stop, whoever's on it, stop it now. It was it, his guy was flashing. So I turned that game on, and it had a lot of fucking noise, I just turned it off, so I'll have to do that later. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure I want to know. Frankly. Oh! I mean, it starts off with the Grounds oh. logo, with Peach driving the tank, and her tits are out, so... Yeah. Yep. Okay, yep. so that's what happens when you run into enemies. Oh god, you're not playing, are you? Maybe. Okay, I, guys. I, saw, I saw tits and turned it off. 
Yeah, same. I I just assumed that was what the entire game was. Um, I mean, I'll say anything. But just for research purposes, but I'm not going <laughs> to... It becomes <laughs> like a, a version of Super Princess Peach with a lot more um, vulgarity. Yeah, the only pornography in uh, that we're allowed to, one should be allowed to watch or listen to on the podcast is Katawa Shoju, because that's actually going to be an episode. Is that actually a... Is that pornography? Okay, sure. first of all... For just the, explain um, to me what Katawa Shoju is. Well, I mean, just... Yeah, it's, it's a game... That, it, it was an actually really awesome game that came out last year that nobody's heard of, because... I, I'd heard of it. Yeah. If I told you about it, it doesn't really count. Um, it's a game... Which is it's a dating sim, which is really awesome. Which uh, you date, you try and date one of five disabled girls whose disabilities include uh, severe burns and trauma, uh, being deaf, being blind, having no arms, and having no legs. But they have pros- but she has prosthetics in the legs. She have robot legs. Department. Oh, we have disco God. balls and laser beams and shit. Uh, no, okay. Um, and in the course of your seducing these fine young ladies, there is what one could call pornography, right? But it is very tasteful. You don't actually see that much besides you basically see tits, and it's actually part of the plot, and it's very tasteful. And yeah, the tits were part of the plot, weren't they? It's a good game. It's a good game. <laughs> okay, I mean, I've, I've never been one for dating sims, just... Um, I've I've never felt that that part of life needed to be gamified. Um, it just feels like you know. I've, okay, so I, I don't know if you, any of you guys have read the game, you know, by Neil Strauss. I have. Fucking um, heard of it. It's, I, it, it. I mean, listen. It. I think it's a, it's a really good book. Um, it's a really good story. I found um, some really horrible practices within it. Oh, uh, I'm sure. not not really can't endorse at all, um, and it's not something I'd say anyone should really apply to their life. But what it does do is it brings the idea of the reason it's called the game is it's uh, it brings the idea of um, making social interaction into a game and um, you know trying to win at social interaction, and that for me. Hasn't has never been something that I really wanted from life, and so I don't really want it from dating Sims either. Right. I mean, the point in this particular game is the relationship. Like everybody who I know who who got into the game because there was porn, quote unquote, in it, ended up complaining. Well, I mean, saying that severely they, disappointed. <laughs> well, not so much as one as much as they cared about the relationship at that point. Or as somebody put it, uh, semi-coding The Simpsons, I came here to fap, not to feel. Which I will admit is very fucking true, because it's really awesome. The characters are really well-developed, so you actually do genuinely end up feeling. Which is really good. So, solid game. Uh, I have some people that are playing it right now, or replaying it. Um, Actually, including Kelso. From the other podcast, which is going to be really awesome to get some female perspective on that, because you can only play a guy. And I mean, the only really part that really matters is the sex scenes, I guess. But because he, because obviously the word penis is said, but yeah, yeah, that'd be it's going to be interesting. Hello, everyone. Sorry, 
Damn it, Adam. I was waiting for a moment to just shout, but then you were all talking about video games, so I thought I wasn't going to just interrupt. Right. Bust worry, down the door. Yeah, sorry I'm late. I was drawing. I do I'm just Adam? busted down the drawbridge of the of the podcastle. So, Adam, introduce yourself and tell us about what fatal disease you would have if you had a fatal disease. If you say wanker's cramp, I'm going to kill you, though. I already that, was, that never came to my mind. Um, my name's Adam, again. Hello. I'm the guy who drew the pictures. Hi, you know Hi Adam. You know which ones. Um, which fatal disease? Hmm. I'd like something that wasn't painless, but still would affect me eventually, so that I can, like, come up with a bucket list or something. It can be a fictional disease, I'd say. We've had we've had oh, Wuthering no, Heights and St. Saint Sh- Saint Shriven's boils, so um doesn't necessarily need to be uh, a real thing. Fine, I'll go with Bonitis. When have we talked about E3 yet? Not uh, that much. We haven't talked about anything really, other than um, uh, Cat- as I'll show you. Hey, yeah. it's a legitimate I'll, I'll, I'll game. Just... Porn is a, the porn is insubstantial to the point where it's not what it's about. Just so that you know, I do plan on getting through Katawa Shoujo. Hooray! Maybe even draw up some reactions. It's not. It's for me. It's not. It's not. Not something I'm going to do. I. I just. It doesn't interest me whatsoever. So I wouldn't have a good. Uh, um, opinion on it. We actually have um, a solid. Let's see. We have me, Matt K, uh, Kelso, Elliot. But Matt, it's got tits. Yeah, we. Yeah, so's the internet. people are Don't think we need any more. I mean, we have. It's interesting. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll give my full impressions when I actually get to it, but I like how it's playing the long game. It's That's the point. It's not going to be like, oi, this is your woman and you love her because of reasons. It's it's a legitimate relationship building thing. And there's, you yeah, know, it comes across as... Relationship a... issues, and if you fuck up, you can lose the game. You can... Yeah, I mean, it doesn't come across like a Newgrounds yeah. flash it's game. It's legitimate. It's what and... it's called. Yeah. But... but... Yeah, I'll talk about that more when I've played more of it. Mm. I mean, I mean, the, the endings basically come in happy, happily ever after. Obviously, fail is you, you, you have fucked up. You have made a wrong, the wrong decision. You don't understand. You don't understand her. You're, you're done. And like you break up, whatever. And sometimes, and like some of the characters, some of the paths have a neutral, which is basically. You end up kind of getting friend zoned, which I fucking hate as a term as an idea, but that's basically the best best way to describe it. So, but yeah, can I do an E3 predictions thing now? Sure. We're gonna do E3 predictions because it's literally tomorrow now. Oh boy! Next generation is coming. Oh boy! It's been here oh, for boy. six months. <laughs> Wii U doesn't count. If you're, if you're oh, okay. How the Wii U? That's a joke in and of itself. Yeah. No, I don't think the Wii U counts at, at the moment. It might count later, but <laughs> right now it's just sad. I would. I, I, my qualifications for next gen actually does involve having games, so it doesn't really. Yeah. Well, if you, yeah, it, it's technically it is next gen because it's in the. That that actual generation, but as as opposed to 
Yeah, it's not really. It's is yeah, it? But, wait, it's, yeah, it's, it's, you, it's the graphics are on par with the ones from with the PS3 and Xbox 360, right? No, yeah. better. Which generation well, was Dreamcast? Yeah. Which generation was that in? Was it PlayStation 2 generation? Because it wasn't. No, it was PS1. Exactly. What if this is? What if the Wii U ends up being last generation? Mm. Mm. Oh, like a, a kind of point five uh, yeah. effect. From what I can gather, the <clears throat> the jump from PS3 to PS4 seems like more of a, as uh, Matt said, a point five. Yeah, I mean... Like, if you look at from PS2 to PS3, that's a massive improvement. If you look at what we've seen from PS4, it's not that... It's an improvement, sure, but it doesn't look that much nicer. I I'd say it's only a point five at best. That's what's going to happen with next-gen as a whole. It is just going to yeah. be a case of catching up with PC. <laughs> I think case that... of improving infrastructure. Well, I mean, long game, I think generations in in, them, in and of themselves are going to go away in terms of gaming. I, I honestly think that um, the generation after this one, maybe we, we will have something that can be uh, proprietary, proprietary but upgradable modular. I don't, I don't, I don't, I would love there to be an upgradable console, but the way Microsoft and Sony are going right now, they're looking for as much control as possible. I'd say mm-hmm. uh, maybe a Steam box or an Ouya at the moment could be seen as upgradable, but even then, there's still going to be so many limitations, especially with the Ouya. I think the best way... Just looking at it, um, actual Wikipedia states that the Dreamcast is the same generation as PS2, GameCube, and Xbox. What? So. That just makes it badder, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah. Well, to be fair, the hardware was comparable to a 360. Yeah, and it had um, the same kind of uh, like connectivity as a uh, well, it had more connectivity than than the PS2 and the Xbox because you had to really yeah. set those things up. Whereas um, Dreamcast had in- inbuilt online play, didn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, but it had a modem, so if you had broadband, oh. you couldn't use it. Ah, yeah, 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 you yeah. had to buy a separate broadband adapter, and that was like a hundred pounds. <laughs> Nice. They were really rare. But I think that's the thing. I mean, with the Dreamcast, it was good technology. It did have a load of great games on it. But it just sort of collapsed it, once the PlayStation 2 came out and just dominated. Yeah. It, the the best thing about the Dreamcast is that it was... I mean, it was essentially a Naomi Arcade unit. They downgraded and took some RAM out. So every Naomi Arcade game could be ported to the Dreamcast with basically no effort. It was great. I was just going to say I don't actually know what one of those is, one of those is, frankly. Uh, it was one of Sega's arcade units. Okay, I was never really an arcade gamer um, because um, I was poor, um, and so I couldn't afford to go. Because okay, so um, Jay, I don't know if you know, but in the UK. Arcade games cost a hell of to play cost a hell of a lot more than they do in the US and Canada. I think. Really? Yeah. Was there uh, a pound to go most of the time? Yeah. I mean, my and only real experience with arcade games was in um, Hastings and any seaside towns. There would always be a House of a Dead Machine or. 
I love mm-hmm. those House of the Dead machines. If you were especially lucky, if I was lucky, there would be an Outrun 2 machine, which I would always go on because that's my favourite arcade game ever. Um, mm. House of the Dead 2 and 3 Returns for the Wii is one of the best, like one of the funnest arcade, but, well, games like yeah, them. I played ever. House of the Dead 2 recently and just the amount of times you get a woman chat, don't come! Oh, <laughs> the voice acting's hilarious. She's <laughs> amazing. It was not I know Game Grumps recently. Do. Game Grumps recently replayed through um, Typing of the Dead. So if you want to <laughs> oh, see it all in HD and how awful it was, just watch that. <laughs> the first boss you come up that comes up is You will suffer like a G dish. Oh, that's the best. That little and winged devil thing. Yeah, oh, the, the dialogue is just the best. The cutscenes. <laughs> the cutscenes, man, just just incredible. I mean, if if you can't even be able to watch through a, a playthrough of it, just go and find the cutscenes. Just and any best of on YouTube of the cutscenes of House of the Dead, it is some of the great. It feels like I tell you what, it's forty minutes in total. I reckon the cutscenes are. Yeah, <laughs> I've um, I've I've put together a few uh, radio plays in my time. Okay. And I also edit this show. And I know what it sounds like when you record each individual word separately and try and put it into uh, uh, into a sentence. It sounds just about the same as a House of Dead dialogue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I used to make um, YouTube vlogs, and I, and I hyper-edited them, so whenever I, um, whenever I paused for breath, I'd edit that out. It was a bit <sighs> ridiculous, but that's why I preferred it. And it was, it was very strange. It was a bit like House of the Dead at times. Where we just quickly zip to the next word. Yeah, um, there's there's this um, absolutely amazing um, like demonstration of that t- style technique taken far too far, uh, mm. and that's the girl. I, I don't know if you'd ever um, you heard seen it because it was quite popular among fans of World of Warcraft, but it wasn't. I don't know if it made it anywhere else. But um, it was it was a girl who was doing a. Um, a vlog, and she was trying to do gaming news, and she was having a good go at it, and it's fine. Um, but she didn't. I don't think she had ever heard any of the words said aloud. Oh god. Um, so she was saying, you know, so it was for the the last expansion of World of Warcraft called uh, Cataclysm, and she was saying, uh, you know, uh, the World of Warcraft Cataclysm um, oh. is going to <laughs> oh. have the. Uh, <laughs> is going to have the war between the Horde and the Alliance with the addition of the new races, the Wargen and the Goblins. And it was amazing. And every single one of those words was cut between different things. And it was it was pretty pretty painful to watch, frankly. Well, I'll be honest, I can, I can sympathize because I do mess up, mess up words at times, pronouncing them. But that does sound funny. But you don't speak like this without taking breaths at all, do you? So it's very obvious when you make a typo or typo. No, what I mean is that. <laughs> I will like, look at the word and I will try to pronounce it and it will always be the wrong the wrong word, especially if it's a long one. Yeah. I've got friends who do that, actually. You know, guys, I've got some guys who you know read a lot and I know um, a lot of you guys might be the same where you read a lot of books, you read a lot of um, you know stuff on the internet and that sort of thing. Yeah. But... My and a lot of the discussion um, goes on online uh, via the medium of text, and 
that's okay and that's cool that's a really really cool way to do stuff but um what i found was when i'd speak to them um in any kind of context of, of anything you know uh i might have a debate or something like that um they would be regularly pronouncing words wrong because they'd never heard them spoken but they'd, they'd use them in context they knew exactly what the word meant they, they had a fantastic voc- vocabulary but they'd never heard it said um which yeah. is interesting Tell you what, the one word that drives me spare whenever I'm playing with um, video games with my friends is when they say, Op- I-, "I opened my inventory." In inventory, <laughs> oh, just like in- fucking argh, inventory. This is a p- this is a public service announcement. It's pronounced inventory, not inventory. It's not like a tree that is a mad scientist and invents things. <laughs> also, just you know, kind of opposite spelling, right? I hate it when games spell sync with an H on the end. I mean, yeah, I know it's short and synchronized, but um, uh, Assassin's Creed. Really? I constantly talk about sync. Yeah, and they put H on the end. Mm. Well, maybe it's maybe it's because N sync ruined that word for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. I mean, with an H on the end is technically correct, but then so is it without the H, and (laughs) everyone on in the world uses it without the H. Sync with an H actually, I think, means something different. Uh, but that'd be like saying that, that disco is um, is correct by by calling it discot. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know why. I guess it's just because they're French. They don't understand spelling. Of course, they don't. <laughs> they're from freaking Quebecers. They're from much Quebec. That doesn't count. They're living in an English speaking country. <laughs> I just mean it's Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Well, no, I th- no, no. I think yeah, Assassin's Creed it was out of Montreal, so they live in Canada. There's no lack of English there. There's not bloody. There's no lack of English in France either. <laughs> well, I tell you what. That's the only reason I can think of. I've got a new fan to have released an entire series, an entire series of games that have misspelled a word. <laughs> Take it, it back. back. Ico or Ico? Uh, Ico for me, but I don't know. I actually know. I I used to spe- uh, spell it, well, pronounce it Ico, um, but then I thought, well, if they thought if they wanted it to be called Ico, wouldn't they have given it an E at the start? How did how did the people who made the game pronounce it? Ico. Well, I'm calling it Ico then. Yeah, but this is where we get into the whole argument about GIF and GIF, isn't it? Oh, I knew you'd GIF. The guy who the guy who invented it calls it GIF, so it must be GIF. No, go away. It's GIF. That's just how the letter G works. Except, but the letter G can be pronounced that way, and it sounds bloody better. Who cares? I think the guy who 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 made it pronounces it GIF anyway. No, no, it is GIF according to that. It is GIF, but regardless, GIF sounds better. But you no, it doesn't. It's softer, yeah, it it's softer, it's prettier, it's, it, why would you... No. Okay, okay. Well, so got... we very... Go ahead, Matt. It's an, uh, this is a kind of UK-based um, podcast, I'm sure we can all agree. Um, and we can also all agree that in the UK, there is a, uh, a, a brand of bleach called Jif um, yes. that got changed to Sif, Um back uh, about, I don't know, five years ago because uh, there were some people who didn't have um, J's. They couldn't afford J's. Um, do you want to feel old? It was 2001. 
Whoa! Suddenly I feel old. Suddenly I feel old. Um, So anyway, um, that forever. If anyone says that they they've got an animated GIF, all I all I hear is that they've got a um, a bottle of bleach with arms and legs (laughs) doing a little dance. Uh, Yeah. They changed it from. yeah, but they changed it from GIF because apparently it could translate. And then they changed it to SIF here, despite the fact that SIF can often be a slang for the word syphilis. I did not Probably know that, worse. so thank you. Thank you for yeah. the knowledge. <laughs> yeah, according to Wikipedia anyway, so... <laughs> I It just reminds me of, like, aluminium and aluminium. Oh, why though? That's I that don't the... care what anyone says. Aluminum is not how it's said. <laughs> That's not how it's spelled. Wait, how do you spell? For fuck's sake! Last I checked, it is spelled. Holy fuck! That's a weird spelling. Yeah, it's a very hard word to spell. Actually, many... what? I thought it was aluminum. No, it's always no. been spelled aluminium. <laughs> It's just that people say aluminum because it's easier to say. Why would I you fucking retards? Why would you want to needlessly complicate your own life and say it al- and say aluminium? Because we're English. It sounds like a fucking spelling. <laughs> just people using everything. I want to know if Harry Potter says that. What does it do? Ah. <laughs> It's because because that's what it is, you know. There's yeah. having yum on the end of things um, is is a, a common naming um, kind of trope for for metals. Um, so, which is why you end up with things like unobtainium in uh, films like The Core and everything else actually. Um, unobtainium, unobtainium being a regular film trope um, because the yum. Um, what do they call it? The uh, what do they call the end? Of, the end of a word. Suffix. 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 Yeah, the eum su- suffix is there to denote that it's a metal, um, and therefore aluminium um, is a metal. Yep. Ugh, I can't believe it. Enjoy <laughs> Latinate one hundred and one. So as I was saying, um, Nintendo seemed like they could have a really good E three. <laughs> <laughs> You managed to bring that back. Well done. Oh, well, I was going to segue that a little bit better and say that I've heard people say Mario and Mario. Mario. But like people, I, I used to listen to sarcastic gamer podcasts, and once uh, one guy sort of complained at the other for calling him Mario, and then he went, "It's not Mario, it's Mario." And it's then Mario, I sent him a Mario. link to an advert. Jesus. There's, like, actual Nintendo adverts to call him Mario over here. And then in America, it's Mario. I don't understand that. Oh, it's bloody Mario. Okay, well, Princess Peach calls him Mario. Mm-hmm. But, um... I honestly believe that, uh... He's an Italian, so we should should ask them. Yeah. Does anyone know any Italians? No, don't like him. It's not Italian, he... He's a resident of the Mushroom Kingdom, according to the law of Super Mario. No, you see... According to the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, he lives in New York. Exactly, (laughs) that's true, he lives in New York. I I applied to the train of thought that 
the stork brought him to the Mushroom Kingdom, and that's how all babies are born. There's no sex at all in the Mushroom Kingdom. There what about storks? What about oh, Mario? Me, I could send you things yeah. that would that would disprove that theory. I'm basing this on Yoshi's Island. Yoshi bloody hell confused the whole fucking timeline. So. Is it Listen, Yoshi or Yoshi? We're bringing. We're trying to decide the timeline of the Mario games, considering there's several games that just directly contradict each other. The Yoshi's Island games are in canon. My favorite bloody Mario games aren't canon. Is there a canon? Mario Galaxy 1 and 2 have no relation to each other. uh, There definitely is a canon. You get shot out of it in Mario 64. At what point can it fit go-karting into this? <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, when you're alternating yeah, you're fighting your main villain one week, playing tennis with them another, and go karting the next, you cannot claim that you have a bloody timeline. Yeah, this but it's, it's business, it's not personal. You know, they, they fight each other in the business world, but they're really quite polite, friendly people just when they're out and about. Yeah. You know, they, I, I like to think of Mario and uh, Wario and Bowser and that sort of thing as friends, just intensely competitive to to a T, like really, really competitive. So as soon as there is a mention, and I think, honestly, that Toad is the one who's instigating all this, frankly. Um, what? He's, he, listen, he's always the one who's like, oh, yeah, guys, we should have, play a board game. Uh, let's have some mini games, guys. Come on. Yeah. Um, I shit. It all started when um, when you know Toad convinced Princess Peach to go for that date with Bowser, and um, you know he uh, went and sat in that sack for hours while uh, she was off in another castle, just waiting to tell Mario. Is Toad the worst matchmaker in the history of the Mushroom Kingdom? No. Every single time, it's up to him to set. Princess Peach up with a date. He, Toad is like, hmm, who can I stir up with? Hmm, what about that Mario? Almost Actually, every... I think I'm going to go for the giant turtle again. He seems like <laughs> he seems like there'll be a good match. I mean, he has tried to kidnap her before, but I'm, I'm clearly demented. Let's try it again. <laughs> Almost every Mario game is just about the intense rivalry between uh, Mario and uh, Mario and uh, Bowser over princess peach and then every other mario game is just it's just like sports and stuff so they're just intensely rivalrous about that yeah but this is a rivalry that's so destructive that bowser would lie to his own son and say that peach is his mother yeah mario sunshine bringing that in well done good job Mm -hmm. Uh, princess peach wasn't all that sure about the whole thing as in (laughs) i i remember saying this recently she was kind of worried that she that baby Bowser was her son. How? I mean, I can understand yeah. that being like, oh, by the way, Mario, you're my father. I can understand maybe that, like, oh, was, did I get drunk one night? You don't get drunk one night and spawn a child. Think about what she, what, what it would look like after she gave birth to that monstrosity. Think of, think of what, 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 what she would look like afterwards. Well, she'd have numerous stab wounds from the spikes. Well, do you think, Ouch. like... It'd have, um, it would have like a um, a kind of soft shell coming out, or would it would it come out with the spikes and everything already formed? I don't know. I, I would hope he'd that technically would be in as a regular turtle. Yeah, he should be in an egg, actually. Hmm. No, I don't think. 
the well, the only things I know about the eggs in the Mario Kingdom are Yoshi's, so there's no issue. It's possible, but I would think it'd be a smooth turtle. But the biggest problem is, no matter what, you you wouldn't you wouldn't not know. You wouldn't know if you gave birth to something. It's not exactly. Like, it's not like it's a one day thing. You just wake up and be like, oh fuck, where'd this fucking baby come from? So Mario Sunshine was one of my favorite Mario games in the world, uh, or 3D Mario games at least. Um, and you guys have brought some fantastic uh, new perspectives on that that I hadn't thought about. So thank you. I haven't played that game to any significant degree, so yeah. I liked it. People didn't like it because it wasn't Mario enough, but it was so Mario. I loved. I loved the way that it took the whole Mario universe and just interpreted a giant tropical resort, as in everywhere you could imagine being on holiday, just in the Mario world. Yeah. Have you never played Mario before? There's a flipping climate for every single world. No, but what I mean is, like, there's a hotel, there's a there's a little village, there's a... There's, there's a prison a for the place. drunkards. Yeah. It's literally holiday world. That's that's yeah. the whole thing. Like, it... Um, what's it called? Uh, Delfino Island is literally holiday world. There's a theme park. But then why weren't there... Mushroom Kingdom natives there that I at least from what I've seen slash know of. It's what if Super Mario Universe had its own Benadorm? <laughs> In a way, yeah, I suppose so. I suppose so. Um, so yeah, what have everyone been playing? I guess. Uh, um, I mean, I suppose I should go first as I'm king. Um. <laughs> I guess it's just been exams. Actually, poker my Blackberry for quite a bit, which has been interesting. Um, if that counts as a video game. And Marvel vs. Capcom, because Deadpool was the best thing ever. But I you promise you, I promise you all, next week, when I actually start playing games again from PS Plus, I will actually have things to talk about. I promise. I've been having to go at more iPad stuff. The latest game I've tried is Scurvy Scallywags <laughs> from Ron Gilbert. It's from nice. Yeah, it's a it's a sort of like puzzle quest, but one, it's got a brilliant sense of humour, of course. Two, it has a really, really good puzzle mechanic to it. Where it all depends on which directions you swipe the gems into lines of three, and it changes the outcome of the game. Because the whole thing is based on trying to move a pirate across the board so that it can fight zombies and all that. It's really, really good, and I've, that's pretty much all I've been doing on the iPad. I mean, I love I love all those sorts of games. I mean, Puzzle Quest in itself was this big thing for me at university. I just loved how they interpreted like JRPG battles into the um, casual gaming style puzzle game. Yeah, well, you, your puzzle was your resources, and then your uh, and then you, yeah. your attacks were fueled by those kind of thing. Yeah, Scurvy Scallywags is pretty much like that. It's also um, got a really, really good framing device behind the whole pirate setting where the entire game is actually a play, a very shoddily designed 
poorly funded yet pantomime play where nothing's going right in all of the cutscenes. So, like, halfway right. through a cutscene, the villain will just stop and say, God, this is shit. I mean, you cannot say this. <laughs> I mean, nice. it is Ron Gilbert. It is pretty much... If you loved the sense of humour from the Monkey Island games, if you loved that sort of sense of humour, you will absolutely adore this game. Nice. Cool. Uh, right. Elliot? Oh, wow, I've been playing loads of games this week. Um, I've been playing Fallout 3... Uh, me and my friend decided we were going to make a incredibly most socially awkward Fallout character ever, and it's one of the funniest <laughs> things. Whenever whenever somebody asks us a question or something, we just pick the answer that would be "I'm terrified of this conflict" or "I'm going to freaking kill everybody who dares challenge me." It's it's amazing. <laughs> then I made a proper character by myself, which is focused on um, small guns, lock picking, and repair, which are my well three favorite things basically. We've also been playing a lot of Gunstar Heroes for the Mega Drive, which I only just discovered recently. It's really fun. You like combine. It's like Metal Slug, but you've got more health, and you can combine weapon types together to have like you can have like a flamethrower, or you could have like a lightning flamethrower, or you could have a rapid fire death flamethrower. It's great. Or you could have rapid fire lightning or homing lightning. It's great. So it's kind of Metal Slug Borderlands. <laughs> it's, it is Metal Slug Borderlands. That's an excellent way to describe it. Um, I've also I started playing Hotline Miami as well, which I haven't played before. I'm really enjoying it. That, that, that is good. I tried to Tough play game the now. game. I almost it was so frustrating. I really like it. I'm quite I'm a massive fan of like top down shooters, but that one's a bit more um, stealthy, so I quite enjoy that as well. Furthermore, I've been playing it's got the Meat Boy Boy. Yeah, absolutely. Where yeah, you're gonna die a lot, but the whole thing is an educational experience. Mm-hmm. Like more... I. Murder. One of my biggest gripes when it comes to video games in general is the whole point of game over, having to replay a part you've already done. Whereas with tactical games, the whole point is you've got to think tactically. With Hotline Miami, you have to think what's the best way to do this. Which I enjoy, that's that's the game. The whole point is you're going to fail a lot. It's like with Dark Souls, you're going to fail a lot. But you still... But it's... Whereas with other games, like you were talking about the Mario games before, it's like if you die and run out of lives and you haven't saved recently, because in some of the early Mario games you couldn't save much, you have to go back and complete all the levels you've already done. From an artistic standpoint, you've already experienced all of that. There's no point redoing it, really. Mm. It's like, what if you read a book but like skipped a word and had to go back five pages as a, as a penalty? I've always been yeah. a problem with game overs and stuff like that. It's like, mm. why stop you from playing more of the game? I don't know. That's why I kind of like games like um, Hotline Miami's Super Meat Boy. Yes, you do yeah. have to keep retrying, but yeah. it's all in one space. And Plus, it's, there's many different ways you can win, so you, you can sometimes think, well, I could just do it this way instead, and then you can change up the entire game. Every now and then, you will, you will just decide, I'm going to bulldoze my way through this place screaming, yeah. and that'll be the right thing to do. And then some mm. bastard with a shotgun from miles away will get you. Yeah. I, I've always found that um, uh, top-down shooters haven't ever really been for me. Um, the control schemes are a little alien to me. I mean, I've, I've tried playing Retro City Rampage, and I, it's a great game, and I found it really, really funny, and I, I fell in love with it almost instantly. But 
uh, I couldn't play through much of it because the control scheme was was janky as hell. What? Really? Um, it felt. Uh, I don't know. I, I tried both. I tried playing with an Xbox controller. I tried playing with a uh, um, with, with a keyboard. on keyboard, and they both fell really just just blocky and weird. And I don't. I didn't. I don't. I don't like how the um, controls translate from a um, from either a controller or a keyboard to top down movement. I just think feel like I feel like I'm maneuvering a car whenever I move my person. Yeah, I play on my Vita, and it works perfectly with the joypad, whatever. Yeah, it feels better on the Vita than it does on any other platform, from what I've found. Just the D-pad is nicer, and I use it, but the analog again, sticks are pretty good. And... Yeah, I use the D-pad for everything, including fighting games, because the sticks are not actually that great. Yeah, the sticks are okay, better than the PSP's ones, but... Decent, but, I mean... Uh, then again, I haven't tried one of the FPS, any, any, anything that requires both sticks yet, because the FPS so far have been shite. So, we'll see. Did you play Unit 13? No, I did not. Unit 13's I, good. I've been playing that I tried much. the demo, but that was a while, I was like a while ago. So I, The demo does not really represent the game very well. You could probably pick it up Because you're forced to now. use one particular class. I don't know. Uh, um, I'll see. I'll see what PS Plus has for free, and then I'll just play that. Yeah. You could pick up. Uh, if you want a good first-person shoot on the Vita, get Oddworld Stranger's Wrath. Yeah. Really. That's fantastic. Yeah. Apart from the very last level as well, it's very good. The very last level is terrible because it drops to about ten frames a second because it's going mental. Uh, I don't know if they patched that yet. Um, I'll Stuart at you know, Water said they were gonna, but. I'm gonna have like when I get back, I'm gonna have all the free time and all the free games that Sony wants to chuck at me. So we'll. I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll see. I'll see if I even come out alive. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, uh, I, I had the same thing before I finished my dissertation. I was just like, oh, you know, when I finish, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And I'll also sign up for this podcast that uh, everyone's been talking about. And then um, I'm, I, I found that I, I signed up to far too many things. But um, the best choice was signing up to a podcast, definitely. You <laughs> not leave. I well, that's the thing. I'm uh, I, I edit this thing now, which which means I um probably uh, committed for life. I've, I've committed quite a lot of time to it now, uh, which is good. Um, the other thing I've been playing um recently is uh, I've started playing Scrolls Mojang's new um beta. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds um, good. It is. It really is good. It's it's um uh, it's a TCG or a, a CCG, I guess. Um, although I suppose you can trade, so it is a TCG. But seriously, if you liked um, uh, Magic Gathering and stuff, you'll love it because it's deck building and all that stuff, all the good stuff that you love. Um, it's not pay to win, which is nice. It's free to play, but it's not pay to win. Oh, no, it's not free to play. Oh, is it free? It's uh, no, I think it's like twelve pounds fifty, something like that. Oh. Nothing ridiculous. So um, yeah, uh, but it's you know initial you know um, cost, the and then. Game yeah, and then you get uh, you, everything else. You get you get a starter deck, um, and oh, then cool. you can you, you buy boosters. you yeah you buy boosters with um, in-game currency that you earn from winning um, either oh, PvP okay, or cool. PvE. I was going to say, I, don't, I mean, obviously you could probably, I presume you can just buy them with real money as well. You can't. That's the thing. You can. I think there's like one or two things you can buy, um, which that don't give you much of an advantage at all. Um, and, and the rest is just like avatars and stuff. Uh, I think there's is like there six. 
Is there a demo? Uh, I don't think so, because it's in beta. It's like a beta that you buy your way into, essentially. Uh, just like wanna, uh, Minecraft was. I want to play it, but 12... I mean, I've got... A, my backlog is like 65 games at the moment, and mm. I really can't be dealing with buying more games, but I'd love to I'd love to play it, try this game out. Like, the whole reason yes. I got into Magic the Gathering was because during the PlayStation Hack Attack, they gave us a month free PSN, and Magic the Gathering 2010 was available, so I just tried it out and really liked it, so... That mm-hmm. I, I basically I got into that because I got into it for free. So, yeah. hmm. I think I think honestly, like if you're gonna play a card game, um, I think there's six cards a week you can buy for, uh, buy with real money. Six, you know, six cards, um, and then um, that's that's it. The rest is all in-game stuff. Um, and honestly, that's for that reason. That's why I can see myself getting into it because I don't. I'm not gonna have to spend 150 quid on a deck. Yeah, it's all online. That's pretty cool. Mm. But I'm looking forward to Hearthstone as well. Blizzard's new uh, trading card game. She's supposed to be out for the iPad some point this year. And um, that's like, it's based around the Warcraft universe. But um, it's, yes, yeah, a TCG. It's supposed to be a fairly accessible TCG. I think, I think it's going to be f- a virtual version of the World of Warcraft trading card game. Or no, it's um, it's. It's based around. Um, it's a, it's a brand new brand new game. They I don't know what they're going to do with the World of Warcraft trading card game, frankly. Um, but it's based around the fact that you know it's built around the fact that the game will do things for you, kind of thing. So um, it will apply effects to things. So they can have effects that are more complex than you would expect with a TCG, because um, in a TCG, if you have to apply a minus one in defense to everything, whilst a creature is uh, in kind of uh, in play, then you've got to then go around putting counters on every single little thing and that sort of thing. Um, so it's based around the fact that they can do that. Fair enough. I quite like the WoW TCG, but I, I know I don't really know what I'm doing with it, and I I think I'm probably playing it wrong. <laughs> I've only ever played uh, with people who don't really know how to play it either, so it's fine. I've only played it yeah. once. Um, and it's it's not my favourite TCG. Um, I'm not even that that big a fan of the T- TCGs, but these the recent ones on, you know, that are, are on PC and stuff have really got me excited because it it feels like I don't have to do some of that logistics stuff. But yeah, no, that's 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 my uh, feelings. Like I, I I like the idea of a TCG of TCGs, but I know I, d- I never really got into Magic that hard um, because I felt like there was this like, exclusionary. You pay and you win. I was just saying, as I said, I got into it because I started playing the um, the PS3 PC game, and then I just played demos of the more recent ones they release, and I really enjoyed playing it through there because you're already you're already set off with decks of your choice. You can choose between the ones you want. So I know it kind of detracts from the customization aspect, but it teaches you how to play, and which I think is still pretty fun. And then obviously, if I wanted to get into it custom, well. Properly, I you know look up some card types and archetypes and stuff. The only problem with with Magic is that um, it doesn't really have a free online um, deck editor type thing, as far as I know. Mm. Like I know with Yu-Gi-Oh, there is um, there's that what's it called dueling network website where you can basically battle and make decks for free, right? Unlimited amount of time. So I, I used that quite a lot back in the day, but um, I don't think there's one for Magic. Or I know there's Pokemon have a similar one, but it's not. Um, it's not 
you, you can have basic starter decks, but you haven't got access to every card for free and limited times and building decks and everything. So yeah, that's kind of one of the problems with Magic at the moment. Also, I hear that the... Um, what's that card type that everyone's using at the moment that people just hate? I think it's called something like Silvers or Slivers or something. Is there anything anybody else wants to talk about, or should we call it a day? Um, there was something, but I don't remember now. Donkey Kong 64 is underrated. I'm good. <laughs> yep, I agree. It's a good game. I played. I never it. played much. I played it to completion, apart from the last bit, because I couldn't. You know why? You know why I couldn't win that game? It's quite ironic. I couldn't beat that game. I couldn't get to the last boss because I hadn't beaten Donkey Kong, the the original Donkey Kong. You know, Jump Man. And they had a, they had a version. Uh, they had a a literal arcade cabinet in Donkey Kong 64 that, in order to get to the last uh, boss, you had to have got all these coins and one of the coins you needed was um out of the arcade cabinet where you had to beat jump man just one level of it no uh, like a whole i think you had to actually beat the game <laughs> it's like a real um yeah it loops, it loops and... yeah so I think you, I think it was like six six to ten levels. I can't remember how many there were, but um, yeah, I couldn't do it. Um, and so and because I couldn't do it, I uh, I gave up and I never got to fight the last boss in that game. But I got all the way up to the end. That's good enough. It's a good game. Um, music by Grant Kirkhope, of course. Um, Legend. Being being the greatest game composer known to man. That that soundtrack still needs to get up on Bandcamp or something. Yeah, um, have you guys heard, uh, have you guys, um, listened to the Blake, um, the Blake Robinson? Yeah, I just bought that Banjo Symphony. It is such yeah, a yeah, fantastic yeah, album. Everyone buy it. Really Everyone good. buy it now. It is absolutely brilliant. Banjo Kazooie Symphony, um, uh, yeah, by the, I think, I think it's the Blake, Blake Robinson? Synthetic Orchestra? He he does a thing called the Synthetic Orchestra, where I think he uses Cubase or something to have a proper full orchestra orchestra of video game music and some Adventure Time stuff. So I absolutely love him. Yeah, and it's a really, really good album. I mean, um, the the Banjo-Kazooie soundtrack is the greatest uh, soundtrack known to man. Um, frankly, that and Banjo Tooie just had some of it had um, formative, like that was an, a formative musical experience for me. That's it's one of the reasons I took up instruments in, in the first place was um, that the the Banjo Kazooie soundtrack. Yeah, fair enough. See, the thing with me is the um, Nintendo sixty four was a little before my time, so I didn't really play many of the games. I've only played a few ROMs, but heck, I haven't even played um, Ocarina of Time. Whoa! I really, once I've finished my backlog, I'm getting into emulating, okay? <laughs> so give me a year, and I will have played Ocarina of Time. Yeah. You can't really emulate like, like, I mean, I haven't played the game myself, but according to what people have told me, you got to play it with the proper controller on the system. Or just put it on the 3DS. The 3DS version is is really good. 
It's probably the best version of the game. I'll probably end up playing the 3DS version once I work through my backlog and then decide to buy a 3DS. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking of buying the 3DS just for um, Luigi's Mansion, okay. frankly. Yeah, oh, that is really good. I play that on and off every now and then. I mean, me and my friends were really stoked to get 3DSs so we could play the new Pokemon game. But I've decided that six, I've got way too many games at the moment. If I want to play Pokemon, I can go back and play like Fire Red or something. Yeah, but <laughs> now it's in um, 3D. I know it's in 3D, and it'll be a lot cheaper in 3D if I wait a while after it's come out. There are benches in it, so you can sit down. Yeah, well, guess what? Up. I won't know where any of those benches are because nobody on Bulbapedia has posted any of the maps because nobody knows any of the maps because the game's only just come out. If I wait a while, it's cheaper, and I've got Bulbapedia access. There are mounts in it. There are proper mounts. There's proper mounts in every Pokemon game. You can go no, and swim in, go in the ocean. Instead of a bike, ride a Pokemon everywhere. But bikes are faster. Pikachu, go! I have a friend doing a uh, currently doing a. Hold on, I got. Um, I have a friend currently doing a versus playthrough of Pokemon. Um, God, is it, is it Ruby Red and Green Emerald or whatever it is? Ruby um, Sapphire and oh wait, Fire Red and Leaf Green. Fire That's the one. Fire Red and Leaf. I, I I'm so I don't know what Pokemon is. Like I played I played um, Red, Blue, and uh, Silver, and that was it. That was my that was my entire time of. Um, uh, Pokemon, but um, anyway, so I've got a, uh, a friend on. Um, I think you can find him on uh, the Infamous Gentleman YouTube channel, and uh, he's doing a uh, a playthrough of a Pokemon versus competitive Fire Red and Leaf Green, and they've modded it. I think so that he's playing as Professor Oak and flying around with Zubat wings. <laughs> I was going to say, I've heard of the mod where you can play as Professor Oak, but Zubat Wings... Um, There's quite a think, few of them. I think he did it himself. Like, he, he, he literally grafted them onto the sprite. Hmm. I imagine it'd be... How, how difficult would it be, do you think, to mod a game like that? Just, like, decompile the game, go into all the sprites, edit them in Paint, and then just... Well, Paint.net, if you want to be tricky. Well, and then... uh, Pokemon's one of the easiest ones, because there's actual editors for it now. Oh, yeah, of course. I've seen a few of them, I think. Man, that was yeah. time ago. Jeez. Of course, everybody does Fire Red because it's the most modern one that is still kind of uses easy sprites. Mm. And I guess it's a lot easier to emulate than DS's. Mm. Yeah, DS emulation is still lacking. you got to use the mouse to use, as the touchscreen. It's weird from what I've gathered. Yeah, even though you, if you've got like a graphics tablet, I would think you should be allowed to just use a graphics tablet, but... I mean, I've got a DS ROM card anyway, so I've never really needed to emulate before. Yeah, I lost my DS. DS used to be all I flipping played. Like I've, over the like the past, well, ever, ever since Black Two came out, and I got a, I I bought it from LegalWebsite.com to play. Um, I that's, that was just all I was playing for like four months, and then. Finally, did everything that's possible in it, and then I guess I kind of stopped playing the 3DS. My sorry, my DS after that. I don't know. Still one of my yeah, favorite I've, consoles. I've never really put much stock in um, handheld consoles, um, just because handheld gaming 
has always been to me when I was at least growing up a fairly shallow experience. So uh, the deepest I ever got into a into a game was um, Pokemon. Uh, into a sorry into a um, handheld game was Pokemon, and then maybe Super Mario Land. But other than that, it just felt like I wasn't really going anywhere in these games because they didn't have a, quite as much of a rich experience as, as other games, uh, as you know, as, as my console games or my PC games or what have you. Just simply because of the, I guess the interface wouldn't wouldn't uh, provide for quite as much as a full screen would. Well, I guess one of the perks of having handheld is you can just pick it up at any time, play. Like you just be, I don't know, lying in bed or whatever, trying to doze off and just play some Pokemon or whatever. Whereas with yeah. consoles and PC, you've got to like spend years booting them up. Actually, I tell a lie. The last handheld game I played was um, Ghost Trick. I played it on the um, uh, on the iPhone, but yeah, it's um, it, I think it came from it was originally on the DS, wasn't it? Yeah, I played it on the um, DS. It's pretty fun. It's a really good game. I love Quite Ghost Trick. Really, really enjoyed the puzzling of that. It was it was a really, really good time. I enjoyed it, but I was never particularly great at that game. I think it was the the part where you're playing as a dog for the first time. I spent ages doing that because I just couldn't figure it out. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a good little puzzle, that one, actually. I like the ones in the junkyard. Yeah, that's pretty fun. The guy, the oh, nearsighted really? shotgun guy, I think that's pretty, pretty funny. Yeah, the, the uh, when you're trying to stop the sniper by, you know, moving around a crane. Yeah. Still, the whole time I was playing, I just kept thinking that that redhead girl just run. It's a little, yeah. <laughs> it's a little unrealistic and, and annoying. Yeah, Still. I suppose so. And the redhead girl also looks a lot like the girl out of um, uh, what's it, Foster's Home for Imaginary um, Friends. I was going to say she looks more like Yoko from Gurren Lagann, but sure, I suppose I can see resemblance. Oh no, I'm an anime refer- reference fell on deaf ears. Yeah, I've I've no idea what that meant. Sorry. Never mind then. You're not an anime fan, there, Matt. Absolutely not. Um, one of the reasons I don't I don't uh, you know play kind of dating games or visual novels or anything of the sort is because um, anime goes apart from stuff like Howl of Moving Castle, where it's something very um, abstract and from uh, you know. But yeah, something very abstract, and I don't need to think about social situations in it. Um, I find that the social situations in anime are so far removed from how I would deal with any situation ever um, that I can't relate whatsoever. And I I think it takes a lot of time watching anime to get into that kind of understanding how people are going to react way. I mean, there's a lot of animes out there which are considered to be a lot more well-written than most, like um, Cowboy Bebop and Samurai Champloo, but still. I I would recommend Code Geass. I haven't seen Code Geass. I really want. I, that's that's another one I should get into. Actually, I've got a list of things it's I still need to really watch. Really good. And Lelouch is voiced by one of the guys from Power Rangers. Wait, which is he voiced by um, Johnny Young Bosch? Uh, I think he might be. Same yeah. guy as um, Vash the Stampede. Lelouch voice. Yeah, it's Johnny Young Bosch in it. The Black yes. Ranger from season three of Power Rangers: Mighty Morphin, right? Yes. Sorry, I have way too much lore and knowledge on that. Jesus. Yeah, that's last, a little bit worrying. Last time I met I watched was Rave Masters. 
He was in Saints Row the Third. As additional voices. I, w- I was once credited with additional voices. Oh, I yeah. was once in a, uh, a radio mockumentary, and my part was saying, uh, what is it? You shit! <laughs> and fuck off, Barry! That was those were my two lines. Hmm. Fair enough. A very meaty role. It was. Ooh. It was a deep role. Deep and meaty. I don't want to ask any of these questions, to be honest, because they're just disturbing. I'll ask them. <laughs> no, no, I mean, eh, whatever. I'll do, I, mean, I think I'll do, I'll do it. I'll take one for the team. Okay. Uh, question. By the way, Mr. Person, I'm only going to ask one of the questions from these guys because you don't only you only get one. So, I mean, I'll give I'll give us an option. So the first question from Slow Holmes spelled S-L-O-W-H-O-M-E-S on Twitter, is uh, what's up with these videos of people filling their assholes with soup and having other people drink it? The other question, which is so fucking related, I don't see why we don't have this book, is what kind of soup would you drink from Jonathan Holmes? I'm going to presume that he means the same thing, so we're going to ask the Jonathan Holmes one. The answer for me is none. I would not drink soup from Jonathan Holmes because I respect the man more than that. Okay, I'm I'm assuming I've got no choice in this. Um, but uh, so it, my choice would also be none because I prefer my soup out of a bowl or a cup. Oh, I mean, okay, you know what? Let, let's just answer so we have no choice and we're forced to gun points. Um, I'm gonna say chicken noodle because Jonathan Holmes is pure and good. And chicken noodle soup is really pure and good, and good for you. So I'm, I'm going to assume that if it came from him, it would be extra special good. So also this worms up the ass. This question is just: What <laughs> soup do you like the most? I because think we're no, only going to pick the soup we like the most. I mean, I really so, think that for me, chicken noodle is too um, too weak. I think tomato it would disguise the flavors of the of of the anus a little better. Oh no! I mean, maybe. No. It never said anus. Only in the first bit, it just well, said, "What soup would you drink asked from?" One him? question after the other, and he obviously has yeah. Been... Oh, I know, I know what he means, but it doesn't mean that like, that's what we have to answer. Okay, whatever you you have to ask better questions next time, and I'm publicly shaming you. Uh, <laughs> The other question is, would you rather have to kill a dog every time you have sex, or constantly he'll hear shrill screaming when you're around dogs? Screaming. Um, what? I'd run out of dogs yeah, after about a like, day. Like, you could ask the question better, like, every time you get off, because that wouldn't be a lot for us to us getting laid. But I don't know. I mean, if I had to pick again, I guess I would pick the kill a dog option, but then never have sex because I'm not evil. Let the dog live. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody? Anybody else? I already said screaming. Can I minimize my time around dogs? Like, what, like is it just like every every time I see a dog on the street, I just cower from my ears and just cry a little? What's the? Why? You could just 
you could pretend that you were massively allergic to dogs. So we had a total of three questions. I'm very disappointed. Oh, I've got another one, actually. I've got another one, Google+. Plus. Um, oh, Google. Oh, nice. Okay. Good yeah, for something, I then. actually use that. Uh, it was a friend, Aaron, who God. said, would you like biscuits with that? Nope. Not with the soup. Sweet and savoury. No, thank you. <laughs> okay, so Elliot posted a question for another one of his own podcasts, so we're going to ask it here. If you had to bang one member of Podtoid, who would it be and why? Let's start with someone else who isn't me for once. Sorry, if you had to... if You had to what? Bang a member of Podtoid. I'm going to allow anybody who's been on Podtoid as a regular member. So, oh, yeah, I don't care. Conrad. Why? Okay, Conrad. What's your reason? He's a sexy, sexy man. But, okay. Do we, does Willem Dafoe count... Just out of just, just out of morbid curiosity. No, then you could, you could take anyone so. who's been mentioned on 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 Podtoid, which includes several porn stars. Oh, well, tell me true. why so was technically wait, 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 on actually, Podtoid. The technical Elliot, your question says bang a member. So okay, what if the foe counts as a member? Oh, for sure, he's on it more than any of us are. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess. Oh, this is so hard. I mean, because I I don't want to include Tara because it feels like a cop out. But oh, could, it feels like Max the, is really attractive as well. He's yeah, he's actually really. I mean, if we're talking like just pure attractiveness, not like joking, like he's actually a very sexy man. Yeah. So I would actually, if we're not gonna go with the one like thing, hair. Option, I would I would go with Max. Yeah. I pray that he doesn't hear that, because I'll be really... <laughs> uh, That's okay. I tell my I'll, I tell my friends, like, which of them I'd, I'd rather bang all the time. It's fine. Yeah. Okay, Elliot, answer your own question. My answer my own question. So well, which... Hang on. Isn't with you... Isn't it which one would you rather send to jail? Oh, I it was oh fuck. Okay, let's... <laughs> for the sake of not being difficult that he is already 16, which is happening in a couple months, so... Let's just assume everything's legal. This is the one time where this is, like, obviously, we're letting him choose if he wants to say it and not send him to jail. We can just pretend for this one time (laughs) to send him to jail directly. So who would it be? Jonathan, that'd be... Well, the problem with the Podsoid guys is... We've all we all know them as comedians. We're all laughing and joking and smiling and happy. It's very strange to imagine them in a that type of situation anyway. Whereas I know that with Jonathan he'd just no, never he'd never want to do anything like that. And with Jim, that'd just be too funny. <laughs> he'd t- he'd crack a joke and that'd be it. I'd be that's the night gone. <laughs> Wouldn't be able it'd be too funny to just imagine being in that situation anyway, so I couldn't do that. It would just have to be, yeah, I'd have to agree with Matt. I'd have to go with Comrade. It's about... the only one who might take the situation a bit more seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, I just thinking, I'm just thinking back on my answer. Max is probably also one of the least serious, so it wouldn't work. He'd have that stupid yeah, fucking you, you see the Twitter banter between him and his girlfriend, it's like the fucking... They're two... They're children. It's the fucking funniest things. <laughs> Just... Max Grover was the man who came up with the pterodactyl sex maneuver. Oh, <laughs> see, I can imagine taking Conrad out for a nice meal, um, have a couple of drinks, have a yeah. lovely chat. 
you know, just getting on really, really nicely, and then then we we go back to his place. I could imagine that with Tara as well, though. She's a oh, classy, would she's a classy lady, but we're not counting her because this is obviously not a straight podcast. So oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you know, you, you, you can't just. I, I I didn't say Tara for that reason, so let's, we'll, we're just gonna be fair. Is it a cop out to have two? Because I I can't decide. <laughs> it's too many too many choices. There's just there's, well, there's, there's like five what's what's been on five for choices. Like Four not well, the two. Oh. Hmm. Okay, my two. Um, my two are either Brad Nicholson because. Oh, oh no, 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 no. I don't know new pod. I don't know old pod, so I will not. But, but if we're going to... Both of mine are right. Possible choices. <sighs> I changed I'm, my answer. I'm doing old podsoid because they... It's the same show. And then I think Chad Conselmo was on once. So there's him. No, come on. Freaking Danny Baranowski was on an episode of New Pod, so it doesn't count. If we're doing old podsoid, then Topher Cantler because of that deep voice. Well, 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 yeah, I almost said him, but then I thought, Brad Dickerson, I mean, the pecs are the size of the planet, so... <laughs> yeah, but he'd kill you with any muscle on his, any given muscle on his body. But if we are going yeah, to include old Podswood, I would tap, say Anthony Birch, but only if he has a beard. Because I love his beards. I, I love it so much. Actually, can I just take his beard... Anyway, is that all the questions we've got? I mean, I want actually. I want to ask my own question since we have the not the famous Mister Owen, and I, I presumably all listen to the comedy button. I want to ask the same question before the comedy button, just for run. Uh, Anyone? Scott Bradley. <laughs> Interesting choice. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else want to answer? Anthony, because I just feel sorry for him. Oh, oh that's, that's. I feel not, like I owe it to him. That's not nice. Oh, come on! You can't. That's not the basis of a good relationship. You can't talk <laughs> to petty fuck. Come on! This isn't a relationship. This is a one night thing. That's, it still counts as a relationship. Oh, so, you love, so you don't even love the man, and you're just gonna you're just gonna use him sexually to throw him away. That's gonna result in a great night out. Don't worry, I'm only having sex here out of pity. Yeah, who who would really who would give you the best? I mean, assuming it's a date, and then so it's just so, such a straight up fucking. Who you could just you the could best say best. Anthony. You could you could say Anthony and say, well, he's really sensitive. He'll he'll treat you right. Oh, Anthony, I don't know. I don't know. That's actually. I mean, if we're gonna go, I mean, let's be the five of them. I mean, that's a really hard decision. If I had to, if it seriously though, if it was between the five comedy, still Anthony because I like his lip piercings and I think he's pretty cool. So there you go. I would want to say Anthony too. Fellow minority, so you'd have <laughs> brown babies. I think that unfortunately that is all the questions because nobody asked bloody questions. Well, is there anything else anybody needs to say, or do you think we're done here? Yeah, I think it's about time. Yeah. yeah, I've got nothing. Um, so outro crap. Uh, listen to this episode, even though you haven't already. Um, I guess subscribe on iTunes when that happens. 
Uh, we should be up on iTunes tomorrow. It's uh, Monday. Hey. Um, um, it depends on when yeah. it rises us. If you try and download any podcasts through the old feed, which is still on iTunes, that won't work anymore because I've deleted the feed. Um, so yeah, we're on the new feed. It's podteed.com, yeah. which you probably know if you're listening to this. Yeah. Um, we are going to soon have an actual schedule of release because we are going to do that. I'm going to sit all of you down and beat you all until we figure out an actual schedule <laughs> because this is getting on my bloody nerves. Yeah, no, I, I understand. We no, need a schedule. No, we need no to... offense to any individual person. It's just that, you know, it's got to be. It, it can't just be a thing that happens every week at a random time. It's got to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I am at First on Twitter, which is the only other thing I do with my life. Um, that's pretty much my life. Matt, what are you on Twitter? I am Matt Speaks Words, which I do frequently. Um, I also want to plug, as I have before, um, the infamous gentleman on YouTube. Um, they're doing some lovely play, uh, you know, let's plays and stuff. So that's my friend. Okay. What about you, Adam? Um, on Twitter, I am Adam Owen FTW. I think most places I'm Adam Owen for the win. Um, I've just recently updated my Tumblr blogs Hooray! with the latest of my picks. So, if you want to have a look at some wonderful stuff such as the Westeros button, the most popular podcast in all of Westeros, starring the wittiest characters from Game of Thrones, well, I drew that. That sort of thing. Elliot. Everyone have a look, please. Hmm? Elliot. Um, I'm Broccoli12345 on Twitter. I mostly just retweet stuff, so it's not a big deal. And I'm Broccoli12345.tumblr.com on Tumblr. Samuel. I am Spam underscore Can on Twitter. Um, the Podtoid Wiki is a thing. Go work on it. Uh, I've not been able to do anything this week simply because I've been busy and depressed for various reasons I won't get into. Um, but basically... That we're really quite behind on things on there now, so we need a hand if anyone wants to give a hand. Yeah, get off your asses, you dicks. Yeah, your life. yeah we'll be the only one writing it. Yeah, we need people that are good at things. And stuff. And have memory for jokes on podcasts that they can write down. Yeah. Um... Oh, yeah, I guess also listen to the other podcast with the Americans. Oh, yeah. I think I'll be on this week's Shattered. Yeah. So I suppose if you listen to that, I'll be there. Yeah, so and, go uh, go listen to the Shattered. It's probably going to be funnier than this one this week. Come next week, I'll be free and back in North America, so my time zone is going to be fucked in relation to the British people. So. Where are you right now, Jay? I am in the Middle East. What are you doing there? I am studying things about Jews. Jews did this. I know it well. The Jews did it. Uh, this is this is, write that this, down. this is my life now. This is what I do. This is well. Well, okay. Thank you very much for listening. This has been um, Pod Seed episode three with um, Jay Solomon, Matt Turner, Adam Owens, um, Sam Morris. What, what's your surname? Morris. Morris and Elliot Cross. Uh, we'll be back next week, same time, same theme. <laughs> it's not same, same bad channel.
<laughs> same chung as time, same chung as channel. Goodbye. Bye. Sorry. Where's Pod Toyd? Where's... I'm too fucking tired. Fuck you all.